Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. I'm back and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass. That's how it's done. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're listening to Rob and Slim Interviews with Rob. Sports, am I right? And Slim. What about politics? Internet Radio's Finest. Rob and Slim Show. Hi. Hey, buddy. What's up? William. What's going on, William? Nothing. Where's Mommy? Is she going to call? Yeah, she's right here. Oh, okay. I thought she was going to call on her phone separately from you in different rooms. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Are you in the same room with her? No. No? Okay. I was going to say, and uh, I'll tell her to call in next. Were you telling her not to call us? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know the vibes. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? Uh, just relaxing. Just chillaxing? I thought the Gen Z said chillaxing. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, you know. While we're waiting for your mom to call, what uh, what video games <laughs> have you been playing, William? Shwo. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima, bro. Of Tsushima, that thing good. is the bomb.com. Yeah. I've been playing it. I got the Shadow Strike. When you get that, that is, that's cool as hell. The fox, the fox layers are cool. The fox dens. Have you gotten to those yet, William? The what? The fox dens. You you find these fox dens, and then you follow a fox to uh, a shrine, and you pay homage to the to the shrine, and you get. Uh, no, I don't have that yet. Oh yeah. Are you playing it uh, stealthy, or are you just going all out and killing things? Stealthy. Oh, stealthy. That's what I was doing too. Katie for the most says part. The, she's calling, and it says we're unavailable. Really? Uh, that's crazy. Language. Uh, Skype. Skype tends Hold to be Hold on one second, guys. We're trying to figure this out. She should be able to call, and we should be able to merge it. Yeah, we've done that plenty of times before. Uh, uh, I mean, there is an update for Skype. Can I can call tr- out. No, oh, we'll try call out. And How see. about um? Hold on one sec. Let's see if we could do this. Um, blah blah blah. How do I get that? Let's see. Can I hold it? Yeah. So I can see it here. Just don't okay. get fingerprints on it because. <laughs> oh, William, 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 what are you guys doing? Nothing. No. How's school? Good. Good? How's the school monitors? There. Oh, oh Jesus. Jesus. Just hung up Damn on it. William. Oh. Uh, Skype always, like, sometimes we can do this and sometimes we can't. Uh, hello. Katie, hey, we're trying to get you both on, but <laughs> Slim called you and hung up on William. He's a real jerk. It wasn't on purpose. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll text William to call back. Let's see. Let's see if I do this. Maybe it will. Uh... 
check my settings. Skype is annoying. Yeah. It, it always does this. Uh, look, 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 why don't why don't you just talk to William? Oh, all right, you're you're. So nice of you. <laughs> I had a game, but uh, he could play against Slim, oh, no, I guess. Oh, no, 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 no. I want to play a game. Yeah, that's it. I got the game. I'm trying to get it all all together here. Uh, I have a question. Can William, can we just do it like on speaker? I that's what I was going to ask. That won't work. Yeah, maybe he can come in and, and you guys talk to us on speaker. Well, speaker speaker would probably be okay. I think it that might would be, be okay. A little, yeah, it might be fine. It'd probably be fine. Uh, you sure? Because well, I can just here. I don't know if it okay. would play back when you talked. I don't know. Uh, no, it shouldn't do that. Okay. So we're both on the same phone. Is that okay? Yeah, that should yeah. be okay. Okay, William, there. Yeah. Oh, what's All up, right, dude? Yeah. You guys are both here. Cool. Uh, Katie's your mother. Uh, and uh, how does she deal with you guys on a daily basis? You guys get all crazy sometimes. You, Ewan, and Levi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we were hitting each other with a rock hard French loaf of bread. <laughs> you guys fight with bread loaves oh my gosh they get so crazy though katie i like uh, what, what was the thing i woke up to last summer you and uh, had to called william patty farrow and i just don't even know i don't even know what that was <laughs> oh they just i i feel like they start the morning with like a a, a good fight they get it out of their system <laughs> yeah. did you tell your dad about the unibrow no, no, tell him. Ewan looks like he has a unibrow. Yeah, that no, happens. So like we were bickering, and and William was like, "Oh no, you, yeah." William was like, "You have a unibrow," and you said, "Well, you have one too," and and William's like, "Yeah, but mine's better." I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's a better unibrow? It went, it went from an insult like, to like, yeah. "Yeah, no, it's cool to have a unibrow." Like, it's like, I mine. got this cool one. <laughs> yeah. You gotta just trim it. You gotta shave it. Yeah, we'll we'll go over that. <laughs> we'll go over that at man camp this <laughs> summer, William. <laughs> but I want to ask though, William. Last time you were on, I thought maybe you were a little shy. But mommy said she asked you why you were so quiet, and you told her she you were playing a video game while you were talking to us. Yes. What were you playing? <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of rude. You don't see me swiping around on my phone while I'm talking to you. <laughs> oh man, that's funny though. But I gotta ask. I gotta ask this right now, guys, because um, this has been a debate going on for a while. You guys went back home and you told mommy. That uh, Shoprite mac and cheese is better than any mac and cheese. So I, I sent you guys down some Shoprite mac and cheese, and you guys <laughs> said, "Mommy doesn't make it as good as me." No, it's nasty. I maybe it's Jersey. Maybe like Slim thought mac and cheese oh, tastes not- better in New Jersey. Right, just something in the air in Jersey like that pollution. gets infused into the uh, like the pollution <laughs> making the sunset be- beautiful. Right. Maybe that's yeah, it. Tastes better. Wait, but did you tell your father that you told me that they mix it with water and not milk? I didn't tell you anything. That's you and you and told me that you all mix it with water and not milk, no. and that's why it tastes. No, I don't think milk. milk is better. Yeah, you, you have to use milk. It's in yeah. the instructions, but it's box mac and cheese. Like it's not like 
I what I, I wish you guys lived closer, Katie, because I would have you come in. Me and you could both make mac and cheese, and Slim could be the taste <laughs> test judge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, have you thought about like, Katie? Have you thought about having uh, Vladimir or your mom make it and see if it tastes different to them? No, but I should do that. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I they like every holiday we buy a big thing of Stouffer's and they tear it up. Stouffer's is good. good. Stouffer's is good. Yeah. And you guys don't like you guys don't like Velveeta though, right? No. It's okay. I, I love Velveeta. It doesn't taste that good though. It's not that awesome. <laughs> not that awesome. Oh, uh, and Taco Bell. William doesn't like my tacos, even though I buy the Taco Bell kit. Because you don't make them correctly. Yes, I do. <laughs> you don't make them correctly. They don't taste like Taco Bell. <laughs> It, it never tastes exactly like yeah. Taco Bell, buddy. <laughs> They're probably good tacos, though. They're okay. <laughs> I feel like I feel like last time we talked, William, we asked if you do a podcast. I feel like maybe your podcast could be called uh, "Williams in Trouble" (parenthesis with mommy) and mommy be your co-host, and you guys just go on together. Yes, he's so crazy. I try to have a dance competition with him sometimes at night, and then he just like yells at me to leave his room and tells me I'm the worst dancer ever. Well, do you? And sh- singers, no, I seem really good. Do you show your moves, William? Do you like do your dance moves? No. Well, you should. So you don't even compete. That, You're just like, nah. Yeah. I, uh, I'll cross you. I'm not even gonna. That's the only way to back up, though. <laughs> You're, what you're saying is to, yeah. to have a dance off. That's right. You gotta bust the move. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> You can't, William. You can't just tell your mom she's terrible at dancing if you can't show her up. You got to show yeah. her up. In his defense, I, I really am bad at dancing. Well, I can't. Nobody ever tell me to cook. Well, it says on the box how to cook it. Oh, well, and no. William tries to get me to pay him to wash his own water bottle. Exactly. Well, if it's your water bottle, you want to wash it out, right, William? You don't want germs. Yeah, but you also want money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, Rob. But you and like the worst. So I'll get them Chick-fil-A or Wendy's or, you know, whatever they want. And Ewan will say, how much is the combo? And I'm like, seven something. And he says, well, instead of the food, can you just give me the $7? And I'm like, no. <laughs> He's never <laughs> asked me that, but like, <laughs> yeah, funny. like, wow. <laughs> You're about to spend $7 on food, but I could use that $7 right, for That could be V-Bucks yeah. or whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <be> for Fortnite. <laughs> Wow. Katie, why don't you have William cook mac and cheese one night and, and see how it is? It's a good idea. Me? I think you did, didn't you, William? Yeah, but you wouldn't let me cook it. Yes, I did. You what? just let me stir the pot. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of anxiety, so, you know, I didn't want him burning the house down. Oh, no, you know why? Because you take this spoon and you, like, wash it everywhere. <laughs> the only thing I've ever burnt was a hole in my bowl. You burn a hole in your bowl? <laughs> <laughs> How'd you do that, William? 
I was cooking some uh, mac and cheese, and I think I put it in a little too long. <laughs> oh, man. That sounds like a Dr. Seuss that, book. How'd you mess that up, William? It tells you how to do it on the box. The ball in the hole. <laughs> the hole in the ball. I think I either put it in too long or I didn't add the water. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's a big step to skip. To. Maybe you should have used milk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I do have a trick though, and I don't do it every time. I gotta. I guess I'll give it up. Uh, they say a chef never. Uh, oh, so wait, you do make better mac and cheese? Um, every now and then, not every time. Instead of milk, I'll use half and half. But like I said, not every time. Not every time. So maybe that's the magical, the magical moment. I don't know. <laughs> Is that just when you're out of milk? You're like this will too. <laughs> when uh, yeah. What's that, William? Chef Boyard used magic in a can. Oh. Yeah, they yeah, my pasta. <laughs> they don't know. They want Chef Boyard. Meat falls out of a can. It what tastes do do? better. No, it's <laughs> so you say that can. Yes. Oh yeah, that's that's uh, I don't know, William. Your taste buds aren't developed yet, I feel. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. I got a game then, though, William. I got I got a game for you, William. Are you ready? Yes. All right, so you're going to rematch. You're going to rematch Slim and Mommy this time in the slang game. Generation Y versus Generation Z. So you got two. You got two opponents, William. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to take take them down? Yes. All right, so I got a whole bunch of new slang. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say a word, and um, I'm gonna we're going to rotate. So first, I'll give Slim the word. And if he doesn't get it, then it will go to mommy. And then if she doesn't get it, it'll go to you. And then the next time it'll go, mommy, you, Slim, and it'll keep going from there. So I got that. I got to get a pen. I got it so I can keep a score. I got uh, I got to get the, the things ready here. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, and here we go. Here's the first one for uh, Slim's got to guess this one first, okay? The word is yeet, Y-E-E-T. Yeah, well, I know that. Yeet is when you throw something. You yeet it like you yeet a cat out the window. (laughs) You're on the right track, Slim, but you don't. That's not exactly what it it means. Uh, It's, it's, yeah. So now Katie will get to guess what the word yeet means. I thought it was the same thing. I thought it was when you throw something. The, yeah. like, I, you do I, something and you say it, but it's a term of of, of something. I, I don't know. Yeet! William, do you know? It's something you say when you throw something. <laughs> I guess all you guys are right. <clears throat> It's a term of excitement. Oh, no, it's so, oh, so it's like, not really has anything to do with throwing something. Like you it's could just... you could punch I don't know uh, the table and be like yeet, uh, or you could like slap somebody's hat off their head and be like yeet. It's a term of excitement. We like, just think that it goes with but, throwing, but it could be yeah, anything, but yeah. it could yeah. You could like trip on a banana peel and be like yeet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. All right. So now Katie goes first on this one. Uh, the, the term is spill the tea, spill the tea. Oh, that one I know because I love to talk. It's like, um, oh my God, I don't want to sound stupid, but like giving someone the download, like, like gossip, like, 
Letting them know the latest news. Yep, yeah, it's it's spreading gossip. Yes. Why, why is it just not spill the beans? Why does it have to be spilled the tea? Because the beans. No, William, why are you obsessed with beans? <laughs> yeah, no, but like he's all about beans. He's about beans. You were talking me making beans one time. Like you're just obsessed no, with I beans. No, I didn't. Yes, I have you on video. Maybe you're just obsessed with beans. No, you're obsessed with beans, and your avatar is the worst-looking thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Are you ready for... Have you seen his avatar, Rob? Like, not to change the subject, but his avatar on his PS, his PlayStation. Is it an old man? There's an old man, I think. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Should I change it to a a pit bull with sunglasses? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. William, are we ready for the next word? Yes. All right, this word is guap. Oh, what? Guap, G-U-A-P. Sounds like something you dip your chips in. <laughs> oh, that's guac. But close, but no cigar, William. I, I, it's going to go to Slim then. He's going to get a guess at what guap means. Uh, well, you said so. You said what William said is close. So it's not... No, I said guac. The word guac, oh, guac sounds guac. like okay, guac. I thought, I thought you meant that it's it has something to do with dipping. Uh, so it's, it, the word is guap. Yeah, guap. Um, what is guapping? It's guapping. I assume it's used in the word the term guapping. Like, yo, bro, let's go out and do some guapping tonight. But it's a, what is that? What is when my bro tells me he wants to go do some guapping? No, um, no, no, not at all. There's no guapping. There's no guapping. No, <laughs> so is that just wrong? <laughs> yeah. Well, let me take a real guess. So, guap is it a kind of soup? <laughs> no. no, Slim. Katie, do you know? Do you have a guess? <laughs> I was expecting a buzzer. Okay, um, I don't know, but is it like guapo in Spanish, like attractive or handsome? So I'm gonna say good looking. It could be. It was a good try, but it's 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 wrong. Uh, it's oh. money. It's it's lots of money. Oh. Yeah, I spend a guap. Oh, I got I it. What? what guap? I figured yeah. William would know that because it's in a lot of rap songs. Yeah, but I've never heard somebody say guap. I've heard somebody say like dough or. Like, oh. I've heard like, is it secure the bag? No. Yeah, that, yeah. that's get what you want. So, I, like, the next one goes to Slim. This next one word goes to Slim, and the word is deuces. Deuces. Um, I feel like similar to yeet. That that's kind of just like a term for like excitement, right? No, no Slim. No, Katie. Do you know what deuces means? Does it mean like? Chow? No. Wait, what is chow? Is? What is chow? This uh, that's a greeting, right? Or like you like bye, like deuces. Yeah, yeah. It means uh, oh, it means okay. bye. It means bye. Peace. Oh my god, I got one. You got one, Katie. <laughs> you, you got two right now. William and Slim have zero, and you have two right now, Katie. So the next yeah, word, who guessed? I'm the... not cheating. You're cheating. <laughs> You're cheating. Your face is cheating. Boom. You're cheating. You're looking at the answers right now. I am that he's lying. You're you're in trouble for lying, young man. You're Google searching. I am not. <laughs> like, I am she didn't lying. cheat, William. She did not cheat. She's winning right now. She's got that guap. Right. So it'd be what yeah. William, it'd be your guess, right? Since Katie just got it. Yeah. yeah which uh, shouldn't have. I you're I you're lying. Whoa. William, don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> 
William, William. <laughs> like, like that's your fatherly advice. <laughs> William, don't lie. <laughs> your word, William, is sus. S-U-S. Like suspicious. Yes! Like slim and sussy. Like slim and sussy? <laughs> yeah, so sus means suspicious. So William got yeah. one point. All right, so now it's Slim's chance. Slim's turn at, at guessing a word. All right. The word is clapback. What? Clapback. Clapback? Yeah. So yeah. Yeet. Clapback. Uh, uh, oh, that's when like you, you clapped because you, you, you thought it was a great performance, and then you like clapped back because it wasn't. No. 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 <laughs> Katie, do you know what a clapback is? It's it's like when you're um, like insulting them back, right? Like yes, you are. You're you might be Generation Z. It's a it's like a comeback. Yeah, it's like when you yeah you go back at someone. I think I think I'm in the lead. She is. Katie's in the lead. She's got three. What? Slim and I combine our points though. Slim and you combine is one. (laughs) Slim and you combine is one. You got one point, William. You join forces, but it's not enough. But you can, you can, you got a chance now, cause, cause mommy got the last one, so it's back to you, William. Your, uh, your word is bet. What? <laughs> your word is bet. Like B E T. Yeah, B E T. Bet. Like, so when somebody says, like. Do this, or like you're gonna do something. I like, bet, like you're gonna do it, or like something like that. So, if you said something, and I said bet. What does that mean? Um, it's, what? Uh, 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 what? Uh, so when somebody's like bet, it's like okay. Yes, it's okay. It's okay, or yes. Take so. That. If Slim's like, let's go yeet the cat, and I'd be like, bet, I'd be like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so now, William, you got a point. It goes to Slim. Yeah. Slim. <laughs> Slim. This is Your word is snack. Snack. I don't know. It's something you enjoy on the side, like a bag of chips. You know, you just ate a big meal. Mm. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Katie, do you know what snack um, means? So I'm not entirely sure, but I know, like, don't they call, like, good-looking people a snack? Yeah, it's somebody you find attractive. That already was an answer. No, it wasn't. That's... That was already said before on a different answer. No, well, yeah, somebody thought guapo meant that, but it wasn't. No, but yeah, snack means an attractive person. Oh. <laughs> so, Katie's got four. <laughs> William's got two. Slim's got zero. Uh, William, we gotta like if we're gonna combine our our points to beat your mom, we gotta like up our game here. So, well, you get a point first. Damn, William, you're the Gen Zer, so you should be rocking this this hard. Uh, your word, and I guess I'm saying this right, is chuggy. C H E U G Y. What's chuggy? What's chuggy? It's like chuggy. Like when you like, you like 
like chuggy, like uh, when you're like shwo, it's like what shuggy. Hold up, what is shwo? It's like what's shwo? It's whoa combined with so it's about shwo. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean shwo. Whoa. Hold on, wait. I, no, I have a serious question. Is that an actual word? It's my <laughs> Well, you made up schwa. <laughs> well, you made up schwa like a year or two ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's like, we'll be doing something that would just be like, schwa, dude. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but no, that William Chuggy does not mean schwa. Slim, what's your guess of what Chuggy means? <sighs> Chuggy. Chuggy. Uh. Chuggy. Um, I don't even know how. How would can I like? Can you can you tell me? Can you use chuggy in a sentence? All right. For me? Yeah. Your 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 uh your your clothing is is chuggy. Oh, uh, so is it like dirty? Is that <laughs> that would be that would be true? But no, no, it does not mean dirty. Katie, do you have a guess what chuggy means? I, I really don't, but I have heard it before. It means the only time I've heard it, I heard it on. Um, I love Darcy and Stacy on TLC, and I was watching it, and one of their daughters said it was Chuggy, and so I, I know what it means. So I asked William. I said, William, what does Chuggy mean? And he did not know. Oh, I know he what said it means. Well. Janky. It means not trendy. So, like, if if I was wearing like some uh, old, like I don't know, a leisure I suit. Something that's not right. in fashion. Like it a would trench be coat or a chuggy. fedora yeah. or something like that. Yeah. All right. So we, janky. We, no, not janky. Nobody gets no, a point. Like trashy. Like ratchet. Oh. Like Chad. Bougie. Like Chad. Bougie, not those Gucci slides I'm going to make you from scratch. <laughs> I got one more. I got one more. And um, let's see. What's the one I'm going to uh, choose here? Would it would be William, right? It would go to William. And let's make this five points. So if Ooh. William gets this, if Slim gets this, they'd win. We win. So um, this word is finna. F-I-N-N-A. Finna? No, F. Oh, finna. Like, you're going to do something. Like, I'm finna go do something. Like, yes! I'm finna, yeah. like, I'm finna do, the, do the dishes. William. But it wouldn't be do, it would just be finna dishes? Like, I'm a finna dishes? I'm a finna do the dishes. Instead of oh. gonna, I'm finna. I'm finna. Yeah. Oh. I don't want dishes, though. <laughs> you don't even want to wash your water bottle. <laughs> I know. William, you took the whole game. You got it right there. You got seven points. Easy win. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, though, guys. Oh... Uh, you guys are great. Thank you so much for talking to us, guys. We gotta wrap it up. Thanks, Rob. It was fun. It was so much fun. <laughs> do you guys have anything to plug? Do you, William? Do you want to plug your uh, YouTube channel or Katie? Do you have anything? What does that mean? Like a TikTok or anything? Anything you want to promote? I've got nothing. Do you have a YouTube channel? Yeah. Do you want to plug whatever that means? Bean chili cheese. Bean chili cheese. <laughs> Told you he's obsessed with beans, Rob. That's my username. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great night. Thank you so much. Right, have a good night. Bye. Take care, guys. Thank you. See ya. That was super fun. That was fun. Super fun. And uh, the game is great. Uh, we'll be back in a minute with Jeremy Bradley, syndicated radio host, entertainment reporter, and best-selling author. 
Rob and Slim Show, we are back with Jeremy Bradley, correct? Jeremy. Yes, I'm here. Hey, awesome, awesome. Syndicated radio host, entertainment reporter, and best-selling author, Jeremy Bradley. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good, thanks. I, I, that game upstaged me. I, I, this is not going to be as fun. Oh, man. My ex-wife said, <laughs> we, I just texted her. It was so much fun. She said the buzzer had her cracking up. <laughs> she had said at one point, she's like, Slim always gets buzzed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for checking it out, though, Jeremy. How you doing, man? Oh, good, good. Yeah, that's very daring to have uh, family and, uh, you know, an ex on a live show. I would never have done that. It's something I'm super proud of. Like, we we didn't get along for a long time. I mean, we're exes, but uh, in the past year, we've both been making making efforts uh, to be friends and all. It's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And I feel like not a chance everyone gets, so, yeah. It's pretty cool, pretty cool. How are you, my friend? Uh, How's, uh... How's uh, the art of entertaining, uh, entertainment reporting? Like, is that just like, a, is it uh, a daily grind, like to, to always stay on top of those things? Uh, it can be, but after all these many years, I have people that do the writing, and then I just get the stories and record them uh, at the end of the day. Oh, so that's cool. Back in the day, yeah, when I was just starting out. Uh, you know, like when you, you guys were talking about uh, Hulk Hogan and all that fun stuff. Uh, yeah, we, we have our enter- daily entertainment headline show that's kind of curated throughout the day. And then at night, I'll get the final script, and then I just uh, record it. But yeah, now, because everybody's a celebrity, I mean, you know, half of them I've never even heard of because I'm not tuned in to Netflix and TikTok and all these platforms. Mm. So the, the definition of celebrity certainly has changed since I got into it uh, years ago. True. And I, I was just mentioning earlier, like our little celebrity thing. Slim is, is great because he doesn't know who these people are. He can't pronounce their names <laughs> and he has a really hard time reading. So it's, <laughs> I heard that. Yeah. Who's the president of Russia again? What's his name? Uh, the Vladimir Putin. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So it's, and that's the thing. And I just use it as an excuse to eat snacks, like sober up a little before the guests come on. <laughs> Well, you know, that's funny because uh, when I was on, when I was doing my syndicated radio show for, you know, 15 years, uh, one of our segment producers, uh, Bonnie, she's been with me for probably 50, yeah, 15, 16 years. Um, I could always tell if I was going to enjoy the guest or not because the drink would be significantly stiffer if I wasn't going to enjoy them. So I could always get a sense of how the next eight minutes is going to play out based on the taste of the drink that was put in front of me. Oh, so she knew. She knew. She knew how to get you (laughs) through that. I love that. That's a great assistant. (laughs) Oh, man. What's one of the wildest things you've had happen in 15 years, Jeremy? Like some of the biggest dirt you've uncovered on somebody or or one of the the biggest, uh, I don't know, a-holes you had to deal with, if if you uh, could say that? Oh boy. Um, see, the thing is that with with the entertainment reporting, it's mostly j- just kind of recapping the stories that are happening. There's really not any sort of investigation on our part. Oh. But being the entertainment host and uh, you know of a radio show and covering red carpets and doing celebrity interviews all the time, certainly I've had many interactions with them. I, nobody is really. See, you have to remember that when people are coming on to the radio show, they're there generally to promote something. So if they come across as a jerk or a, you know. A dick or something like that. It just makes them look bad. Yeah. When you're coming into when you're coming into my home, like my audience already likes me, 
you're the one that has to win them over, right? I, I don't. So, you know, if, if you're, you know, snippy with me or whatever, that just makes your product that you're pushing, you know, look bad. It doesn't make yeah. me look bad. True. So, so nobody's ever, I've never really had, inter- I mean, I've had awkward moments. I'm trying to think. Everybody has a, anybody who's covered a red carpet has always like said something, you know, in, in the spur of the moment that you think is funny or it comes out wrong. Uh, I, I, there was one red carpet, the America's Got Talent finale. And, and now again, these things are, you know, rapid paced. You've got these, you know, the, the celebrities coming left to right. It's, it's just crazy. And the winner was coming up and, you know, we, we had seen his performance. He, he just won. This is exciting. He won a million dollars and I'm, I'm shooting the breeze. The AGT finale is always two nights, right? There's the performance show the first night, and then the results, you know, the grand finale is the next night. So I had talked with the guy the night before. So we had already broken that ice and, you know, had that rapport. And so he comes to me. We're about to go live from the red carpet. Hey, great to see you. People are talking in my ear, of course, because there's so much happening. And, okay, here we are. We're on. And so he's there with this woman on his arm and, you know, talking. And I said, you know, when they're just about to announce the winner – and the camera's on you, the contestant. And then the camera's on the judges. And then your mom. And then back on you. And she looks and she says, I'm his wife. <laughs> and this is, again, one of those things where you're live, too, right? So there's no, like, all right, cut, let's do that again. And you're face-to-face with this person. Different if you're on the phone, you know, they can hang up on you, whatever it is. I mean, this yeah. is, you've just called her, you are looking her dead in the eye <laughs> and just said, your mom, your mama. Your mama. And, and there's, I mean, how do you, that's not really, you can't say that's a slip of the tongue. Like, that. that's just wrong. Like, it's, it, it, you uh, you know, a mom and a wife. And so I just kind of stumbled. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, your family in the audience. <laughs> and that's when you, you start to sweat and then you lose your train of thought. And you're mm. just like, oh, crap. I just, now I, now I, let's just wrap, like, get me out of here. Get me, I'm, pull, I'm pulling the cord. I am, open the trap door. I'm gone. So, you know, it's, it's, it's weird things that kind of happen. Of course, like I said, it's not intentional. You're just going a mile a minute. You have one celebrity and then the next one and the next one. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you know their name and sometimes you don't, you know? So yeah, it's, yeah, that, oh, yeah I've, never, that... I've never had a really bad interaction. Cool. Cool. I was just thinking of, uh, along the lines of like interviews. I remember we've had some people over the years. It's like, you ask them something and you're like, what's the craziest thing that's ever happened? And this person's been, uh, in their craft for like 10 years and they're like, uh, nothing crazy. And then I'm like, it's just crickets. I'm like, I <laughs> like <laughs> awkward silence. And, uh, that should have been, uh, a minute or two of conversation. And now I don't know what to do. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, that's the thing though, too, right. Is that you have the celebrity, you know, whoever it is, they have that persona as the celebrity. And then you have that, uh, you know, shooting the breeze. Like when, when I was doing my celebrity interviews, we were never live. We were always voice tracked. So my, my interviews were always pre-taped. So we had time to have that conversation off the air, get that rapport going. Yeah. And then when we're on, that's when they flip on the character and they become that, you know, celebrity. But there is that disappointment when, let's say you're interviewing a comedian and you're expecting them to have those zingers and be funny and whatever. Meanwhile, because they haven't listened to your show and they don't know who you are, they don't know your personality, they don't know you're playful, they don't know that they can joke around, they don't bring that all the time if you don't have that rapport for that first few minutes. And so I remember kind of feeling disappointed that um, 
I'm trying to think. Like, the first time that Margaret Cho was on my show, uh, again, she just wasn't being that funny Margaret Cho that you see on, you know, on TV, on, on movies and things like that. And then once she'd been on a few more times, then you kind of loosen up and you get it. So it is kind of a disappointment when it's like, I wanted that character, though. I wanted that, mm. that comedian that we see. But they're just talking to you as a regular person. So, yeah. you know, there's that sort of setup, that buildup. And, I mean, how do you say that to them, right? Hey, can you be the character Margaret Cho? But she's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. And I, I've had, we, we've had comedians on in the past, too. And I usually don't go that way with them. I usually just... Just have the conversations on. I have friends like, why don't you ask them to do that? And I'm like, I don't want to like force that or, right. or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. it's it's that's a strange one. That's a that's like a whole different like yeah uh, uh, thing to do with them. I guess it's just a different style about going going about it. Yeah, and wh- wh- I think it also depends too. Sorry, it depends too though. Like I said, how much um, they know about your program and your platform before coming on. Mm. And secondly. Remember how they're going to be presented, right? It could they make them look like they're not taking it seriously? It could just be like, oh, I'm too good for this, so I'll just laugh it off and not take these guys seriously. Yeah. Which again, in you know, if they've been coached with media training, they know that that's not the right thing. So, yeah, I mean, I I, I used to over prep for shows, like I used or for interviews, I used to. I mean, you should technically, you know, read the person's book or watch the part of their TV show or something, so you kind of know. Uh, but that's where I wouldn't really do much research into them sometimes i'll know the name i'll know what they're doing i'll know what they're coming on to talk about and we just have the conversation when we've had a publicist go and say because i don't uh, i used to see the email exchanges sometimes beforehand and they would say well can we get the list of questions that jeremy's going to be asking and the reply would be he doesn't work off a sheet of if we give him a sheet of questions he's going to take it in the exact opposite direction because we're telling him what to ask so Uh. Let's not even, you know, we're not even going to present him with questions because it's going to throw him off. He's going to crumple it up and throw it out. And because it's a conversation. You want to be spontaneous. Yes. And, and so it doesn't seem so scripted and, and stiff, really. It does annoy me when people ask. I will do it, though. I do understand people, like, wanting to know what they're going into. So I will give them. But usually I just tell people we do a loose hangout style interview, and they're good from it, just from that. And we've actually been turned down. We were turned down by... I won't name the name, but one of the people from Shark Tank, uh, we've had most of them on the show, or we had most of them on the show. I still do the celebrity interviews, and they wanted, they wanted almost complete control of the interview, meaning they wanted the list of questions. They wanted to be able to review it and take out any parts from the interview after it was taped. Yeah. Like, they wanted full control. Yeah. And, I mean, very rarely would we go and turn down a celebrity interview. It's usually mm. the other way around, right? You always get shot down when you're trying to go for the big names. Yeah. And so in this instance, it was like, not even going to happen. Let her be a diva. She's not going to be on our show. Because then you don't so, even know. You don't even know. It could have been okay at the time. And then months, years down the road, they could have been like, I want that taken down. Like, yeah, that's, that's well, how it works. And again, think of it. Like I said, I use the analogy of, you know, this is my home, right? So it's kind of like, that'd be like you going to a party and then telling, you know, redecorating the people's, you know, living room or something. Going, oh, no, 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 you're the guest in my home. Yes. I, like, you know, this is my turf. <laughs> and... Again, I'm not, I'm not some kind of a shock jock where I'm going to zing you and put you on the spot. I'm going to ask you the general questions, right? Which deal have you made the most money on? Which did you lose the most money on? You know, like I'm going to ask you probably the same questions you've been asked over and over and over again. If you need to research and prepare for that, uh, then there's a problem. Yeah, you they, should be able irony, to have a conversation. Yeah. You should be able to well, just The irony being 
that on Shark Tank specifically, they expect those people to know their numbers, have every answer, and, and then, you know, turn around when you're going to interview them. They need to be prepared. Like, they, they need to know ahead of time. And so I, I, I find that to be rich. Yeah. That's, if, that's if this amazing. person ever divas down a little bit, she might be welcome to be on my show. <laughs> Oh man, I was gonna say though, dude, you have done some awesome stuff in in your fifteen years. You, uh, you, you were at Betty White's ninetieth birthday party. You've uh, you, didn't you didn't you uh, talk to uh, Sli- uh, to Slim to Trump on The Apprentice? Yeah, uh, the Celebrity Apprentice. See, yeah, the show was on my show was on the air for fifteen years. The the height of it, the peak of it, was probably around. 2010, 2011, that I started on internet radio when that was just becoming a thing and then took off to be on, you know, 20 some stations and, you know, a few years in. And so that's when I was doing all these red carpets and I was based in Canada, basically flying to as many opportunities as I could, LA, New York, wherever. And Mm. the Celebrity Apprentice, I did the last two seasons, two uh, two seasons of it. And that's another person who, you know, is in character when the lights are on. And then when, you know, when the cameras aren't rolling and you're off the record or whatever, he's actually completely different. So I, I actually did have one fond memory of him. Um, it, was, it was sort of a genuine moment because we, the red carpet was outside his building on the sidewalk. And it was late at night. It was already after the show. So New York time, you know, Eastern, we're probably now at about, you know, 11, maybe almost midnight. And there were a few, there was a crowd, a bit of a crowd outside. Uh, and... There was a woman at the back of the crowd holding a sign. Uh, it, it made reference to, like, uh, his hair and hers. She was a cancer patient. She didn't have hair. So the, he saw the sign from back where it wasn't really very well lit. And he called her forward from, the, you know, come out, come here, and did a picture with her. This was before the days of selfies and things, like I said, 2010, 2011. Mm. And uh, signed her hat for her. And it was actually sort of this genuine, just kind of a nice moment. There were no, no TV cameras capturing it. It was, there were no lights on him. And I, at that time I was kind of like, Hey, that was a pretty cool thing to do. You know, he didn't have to call her forward and, you know, and do this. Then years later we see Mm. how nice of a person he is. Right. Yeah. The the capital rise. That old, whatever happened there, but yeah. Oh man. Oh, that, that is cool though. To have had that, interaction with him and i was telling slim before our show today your show the scribble is great that's your podcast you do just the 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 topics you guys hit on um and i mentioned to him your story about the vet being a jerk because um he had uh to to find a vet for his cat um about a year ago and just the, the 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 uh he googled the vet and just the um uh, what's that? The review online was just ridiculous. But you brought your dog to a vet, correct? And and the dog was doing pretty good. It got it passed a lot of tests. And what what did, what did you say? You said he's in pretty good shape for for a dog his age. Oh, okay. You see, you have, let me just give a backstory. The, the story you're referencing for our for the podcast, we actually pre-tape some of those segments well in advance. Oh. So I think the one you're talking about is when I said, how good is he doing? He said, I wouldn't want him to be my dog. Yes. Is that what you're yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, what a and so here's this, uh, you know, his, the dog, his golden retriever had uh, prize winning parents, you know, American Kennel Club registered, you know, I got oh. a birth certificate and everything for the dog. So yeah. this is, you know, a pretty good, solid golden retriever. And, <laughs> In uh, at that time, I guess he was about 
12, maybe mm. almost 13. And he had never had a health issue ever. Now, I mean, golden retrievers get hot spots, like a skin condition, an itch. That's, that's the breed. So I, I'm not even going to say that that was a medical condition that he specifically, you know, just had. Mm. And so other than that, he had no medical conditions ever. And so all of a sudden he's got this infection and uh, it could, you know, could be cancer, could be this. He's so old, you know, there's, you know, the chance of arthritis, there's this, there's that. And so we paid, I think it was almost about $1,200 or so for x-rays and every test known to man and blood and urine and blah, blah, blah. And to get basically a clean bill of health for a dog that age, I'm ready to do a cartwheel. I'm just kind of like, hey, that, I'm starting because... Uh, on the way home from leaving him there i was in tears and almost collapsed on the sidewalk because i was like oh my god my dog's got cancer he's dying whatever you know this is my my buddy he's he's yeah and you know then that day and of course actually i was going to be taping interviews and doing some radio stuff and i'm just like i'm a mess how can i do this and then one of the celebrity guests was somebody who i know who's a lisa gibbons who's an animal rescuer herself oh how's ernie doing and i was like the day you're going to ask me this, like, come on. And she's the most optimistic, positive person in the world and, you know, such a sweetie. Mm. And, and then, yeah, I go to the vet and I kind of wanted to have this, I wanted to end the vet visit on a positive note. Like I kind of want some, you know, great. Thanks so much. You know, I'm really, uh, I wouldn't want that to be my dog. Yeah. I would have been like, yeah, good job of keeping him going this long. You're, you're doing great. He's a great dog. But yeah, no, I would have. <laughs> Slim, Slim, what, did, what was the, the, do you have? I do have the review. Oh. So it was a couple years ago. I had to take my uh, cat to the vet because he was having issues. And so I was Googling like local vets and reading reviews on them. And I found this review for a local veterinarian. This is what the review says. This person gave them uh, two stars. It says, uh, sadly, I have no previous experience with this vet, but... I have had to put other pets to sleep. This vet was ice cold. No heart or bedside matter manner. I had to hold my pet down, and before I knew why, it turned out I helped in killing him. So, apparently this vet this was... This guy was like, just hold your dog for a minute, while he, like, then, gave it the... the, the yeah, the and then it says... Could have whatever. Now, I, I now will forever have a memory I never wanted to have. Dude. I will never go back with another pet. To top it off, my oldest son was with me, and I got... And, uh, and got to put... And got to be put through the entire thing. Don't ask people why they want to be present. Or uh, it's saying, like, why don't you ask people, like, hey, do you want to be mm. present for this? This was hands down Dude. one of the worst vets, and I will never recommend it. Uh, the second star I gave it is just for squeezing us in during our time of That's need. what I was going to ask. Why did she do the two stars? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and the low price. Well, that's what you get when you're paying. Dude, that's rough. And this is and this is where you know you'd think that a, a smart uh, doctor or business would then use this as a PR opportunity to show some compassion, empathy, remorse, whatever. Instead, the the vet that I went to, he uses the googaroos and fires back at people. Oh, so yeah, some found one earlier about the same. Yeah, so where the I, guys I, I, I was seeing that like that guy didn't reply to that one, but I was trying to find that review, and so I was just looking at bad reviews for like all the veterinarians in town, and a lot of them there was like three or four of them where yeah, the vets would go back at them and just like it would be three or four paragraphs of why the person complaining was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, see, that's the problem, though, is that with me, I end up, I don't use, like, Google Mail or anything like that. And because I'm a media personality in my hometown, I'm in the newspaper, like, people know who I am. 
I can't go and like viciously attack. Now, I always write things in a nice professional way to tell you off. I'm not going to insult and name call and whatever, but I will give you a, a you know, verbal smackdown in a very, very uh, professional way. And obviously, when you're going and giving the specifics of your case, the doctor's going to know who this is, right? So it's not like, a, a, you know, oh, he's never going to know who I am. Well, clearly he's going to because of what happened. And uh, that's where I always have to, you know, I have to make up like a, you know, a fake email address or, you know, a different account to, to do something like that. But, yeah, I mean, mm. yeah, <laughs> it's rough. Oh, man. And uh, also, Jeremy, I, I brought up earlier, you are a best-selling author. How many books do you have out? Four? God, I don't even... Okay, so, hold on. Let's go. We've got Multiple Sarcasm, <laughs> The Official Guide to Being Winnipeg Cheapskate. Yes. Put down your damn phone already. Yeah. A Double Dose of Sociopath. Yeah. What? Which cool. one is your best uh, seller of them? They all look great. Ironically, The Official Guide to Being Winnipeg Cheapskate has basically uh, paid for a house. And oh, well. it, it turned into... Uh, like, when I bought my house about 14 years ago, I was looking to cut costs. And, you know, because you're not living with your parents anymore, now every light is not going to be on in the house. You're not going to have the fridge full when it's just you. You're not going to have the cupboards. And I'm, I'm wasting all these groceries, throwing them out. I've got every TV channel known to man. Meanwhile, I don't even watch movies or anything like that. And so I just started doing creative things to cut costs throughout the year. Okay, because I was going to ask what, what did being a cheapskate mean. But that's, that's awesome. That's some, like, good advice for people. I feel. And yeah, and it's not even like I, I don't even say, well, I'm a financial advisor, I'm a money expert. These are just things that you can do. Like, I, you know, I don't go grocery shopping again until the fridge is almost empty. So that way I'm punishing myself. Eat the <laughs> damn food that you bought that you don't want. Eat that before you go and get more. Nice. And so just different things like that. And yeah, I was writing. Um, uh, for a, a payday loan company, I was doing these posts for them, and then I thought, well, I've got enough of these. I can just make a book out of it. And so I made a book, and then did the media circuit because everybody knows me uh, in the city. So, you know, I, I'm on every TV morning show, every radio show, and did the blitz before the book was even out, and hyped it up. And then I was able to go to the buyers of Costco, Walmart, uh, you know, and a bunch of other stores, and say, look, at the city is buzzing about this. You need to carry it in your store. So it's not. Booked, uh, backed by a major publishing house. There, I don't have a literary agent. There's nobody else taking a cut of this book. You're buying it directly from, from my company. And they did it because how can you deny this regional title that's of interest to people? That's amazing. And then I was brought on to the newspaper to do it as a video series every week in the business section. And I'm still known as the, the cheapskate expert in town, so I'm called upon to do you know, the TV spots and things. And so, yeah, eight or nine years later... I'm still making money off that crap. That's and I just sit great. there and go, this is really funny. Wow. Yeah. Cool, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that's what I, I, I thought was the best uh, selling of the books from what I what I could tell. But, yeah, that, that's awesome. That's super cool. Have you ever considered, uh, like, from just that, like, starting your own uh, publishing company for books? Uh, you know, it's kind of funny because I, sort of, I call it the Oprah effect. Not that I have her kind of money or talent or wealth, but... You know, when she ended her talk show and now she was going to be producing other people's, uh, you know, content, productions and things like that, that's kind of where you go after you sign off from your own show because you know the ropes, you know things. So it's definitely something that I'd consider, either helping people produce their own radio shows and, you know, get things like that off the ground or doing books. Um, but I, I, well, I like people doing things on their own because I've been able to do it. Just with, the, you know, the radio show, I made a crap ton of money in the 15 years. So... You know, I, I found it as the I 
appreciated the business side of it. I was able to make money off it. Whereas most people want to just be the host and then, you know, do my show and that's it. You know, I liked the daily grind. I liked getting advertisers. I liked booking celebrity guests. I liked doing all that. Then when I had enough money, I'll pay people to do it. And I'll come in I'll five minutes before the show and then get out of there two minutes after it. So, yeah, I, I like sort of coaching and mentoring people along. I don't know about a book publishing company because I want people to do it and make all the money for themselves. Yeah, that's how I feel like. And I feel like, I don't know, like it's it's hit or miss. Like you could have did great with yours, but another one might not. So yeah, I, it's it's like a gamble, I feel. It seems that's the way, right? Because you, you make these promises to people and go, hey, I've got a best-selling book. But if yeah. you're just a crappy writer, I can't, you know, the funny thing about the Cheapskate book, it's called The Official Guide to Being a Winnipeg Cheapskate because my hometown, Winnipeg, is known as being a cheap city. The book itself has absolutely nothing to do with Winnipeg. It was originally titled It's Time to Get Cheap Girl, and we marketed it to our radio audience, our female radio audience at the time. We sold not one copy. We had 300,000 listeners on the radio. We did not sell one. There's a problem here. Well, I thought, okay, well, let's just change the cover, change the title, make it Winnipegized, you know, and, and really, really sell it to the city. And sure enough, you know, it was... You know, all over the place, selling out of Walmart. And then we would even go, we would, my staff and I, we would go to the different Walmarts and put it on the end caps or put it higher up on the shelf. We would go around the city and put the book front and center. Oh, that's awesome. That. That's so yeah. cool. Jeremy, thank you so much, dude. It's been a blast talking to you, man. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Not a problem. Not a problem at all. And where can everybody find you? Oh, uh, see, I hate social media, so I don't spend much time on there. At Jeremy D. Bradley, I guess, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, I guess that's all of them. Or look up Speak Free Media. There you go, Speak Free Media. Awesome. Awesome, Jeremy. Have a great night, and again, thank you for talking to us, man. Awesome. Thanks so much, you guys. Take care. No problem. Take care, dude. See the halftime show? Yeah, I did. I it was cool. I didn't watch the game at all, but the halftime show was really good, man. The halftime uh, show was awesome, yeah. Uh, 50 Cent, I'm taking a knee. I love that. Uh, I felt like Kendrick was the best. Kendrick was cool, yeah. Like, they were all great, but Dre, though, and, and Snoop. It's fucking good. That was really good. That was probably the best halftime show I've ever seen. There he is. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Is that <laughs> J+. Plus? Uh, shit. <laughs> J plus J plus man how you been man uh, it's been a minute I'm good. It's been I a know. while it's been a long time dude it's yeah. crazy I know I know just I, I slipped on the break we were talking real quick and, and uh, I was like yeah I think it was like the last time we were on you commented on uh, I think our Instagram video and I'm like yeah let's yeah. I definitely want you back because we're we're wrapping it up dude this is our last year of the show it's, yeah, it's, that's, that's sad that's yeah. That's depressing. But I just Put feel me like in a bad mood. Oh man, my bad, my bad. <laughs> you have to make an angry beat now. But uh <laughs> But um dude, it's been great. It's been great connecting with people like you and all the people we've connected yeah. with over the years, man. How you been? I'm good. I'm good. Uh yeah, I you know, I totally forgot that this was just like a call thing. So, you know, I got all dressed up. I was gonna and, say, are you wearing you know, a tux? I got, I, I went out and got a perm, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> damn, damn. <laughs> uh, no, but I've, I've been good, That's you know. Swag. I'm hanging in there, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I see you're still making beats. You're still selling them. Uh, I feel like. Oh, you, yeah. Has your, have you um, been doing uh, better uh, business over the years? I, I feel like you probably would have been. 
No, no one talks to me anymore. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, yeah, no, it's, it's good. Um, yeah, things are going good. Um, I feel like my my brand is expanding, and um, you know, I've it it takes a while to kind of get recognition, but um, I feel like you know it's been going in the right direction. And you know, years ago, maybe it would be like a beat here and there. Um, now it's like multiple beats, or someone's like, I want to work on a whole album. You know, something like that. So that's it's cool. it's really cool. I really, you know, I enjoy it. Because that's what I said to Slim, too. Like, I was uh, checking your site out last night, just listening. I, I don't know if you've gotten better, but every beat I started playing, I couldn't stop listening to. They were so <laughs> well, good. good and just, you, your prices were uh, were mm-hmm. were up there. So I feel like you've mm-hmm. probably been doing better to, to have them up there as that. Or even if you just hey. were just still enjoying it and selling one here and there, like, that'd be cool, too. But I just figured you were probably doing better than you had been yeah yeah i've been doing good as fat joe says uh yesterday's price is not today's price but I like that <laughs> but yeah no things have been going good yeah you know like i've you know i do i do kind of up the prices you know year by year depending on you know certain things but um yeah. but yeah it, it gets busy you know i have to you know kind of weed out the the people who don't take it too serious. That's and, what I was going to ask too. I I know you do um uh like custom beats. Has anyone ever come to mm-hmm. you with like what's the craziest what's the craziest thing someone's come to you with a, like a custom Oof, and, That's a good question. Like I get I get sometimes people will want to sample like just really obscure video games that I've never even heard of and they're like they're like all oh, this is crazy like part of this like one video game this like level of a video game that i want <laughs> but how do you get that usually from, how would hmm? you how would you even get that audio you'd have to play the game like <laughs> nine levels yeah, in right <laughs> <laughs> i gotta beat six bosses just to get the fucking sample <laughs> um, oh. no you, youtube's a good source usually yeah. it's like there's a you know, video game, and then you type in like the level or whatever the fucking. Yeah, you can usually find it. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And what, uh, like, from when somebody comes to you with an idea or, or uh, mm-hmm. an idea for a beat, how uh, how quick then is it that you come back to them with a product to to give them a sample? Um, well, the first thing I'll do is I'll be I'll be very honest with them. Like, if it's something that I can't do, or like it's gonna, you know, like I I feel like I have an ear for like what could be uh like a beat like and i don't want to be like hey i'm gonna you know you know do something with this and then it's gonna you know sound like shit but i'm still gonna charge you so i'll tell people i'll be like listen this is a little tough for me like this is this is not something that's usually going to be sampled it's a little tough so but if it is something um you know i usually give them like a like a two-week period like i'll have it within two weeks um and i'll usually send them something like a like half like if i've worked on it and i'm like halfway done in the right direction, I'll be like, you know, I'll email them. I'll be like, listen, you know, here's here's what it sounds like. Is this what you want? If not, you know, I'll I'll, I'll fuck around with it until it works. Cool, cool. And I was gonna say, you said uh, us ending bum, bums you out, but I years mm. ago when because uh, we first connected through Sauce, Sauce is Matisse. When he stopped rapping, yeah. that bummed me out, dude. But he still produces, I think, beats. Correct? He does. He does. Yeah, we collabed on a beat. I want to say last year but i could be wrong maybe a year or two you know things with covid things have been gray it's hard to yeah. tell it's like that it's like you know? dog years dog, like <laughs> one year of covid feels like 10. <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know anything anymore i mean yesterday and a week ago it's the same thing yeah. that's cool though yeah I, I am glad that he's still in the game in that aspect but still like he was he was an amazing rapper man 
He was, yeah. Like, I mean, shout out to shout out to Matisse. Like, yeah. you know, I still I can still you know hit him up and we can talk. He's a cool dude. Yeah, I still uh, message him here and there too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I try to keep in touch with the people from way back. Mm. Um, you know, definitely a good dude for sure. Who are you working with? Like recently, are there any um, <laughs> upcoming artists or uh, people you can um, uh, give plugs to? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been working with um, like some like local artists around me. Um, you know, shout out to my dude Paranoa. Um, you know, we work on some music together. Um, I do Lone from upstate New York. Um, we got some music going. Um, you know, we fuck around and, and send ideas to each other. Um, my dude Red X Line from Chicago. We have an album in the works. Um, and just like, you know, sprinkles of, of music here and there with, you know, different artists all around. Cool. And uh, is there any clubs that feature you? Or any your what? beats? Like, as far as like... Uh, clubs in the, in the area where you are do you ever like dj live with your beats and stuff like that so um yeah not necessarily like clubs but like you know like like just smaller venues um um yeah like oh i want to say end of january i was up in new hampshire um for this event where i, I played some beats i did a live beat set um that was uh shout out to cody pope and his um his you know, thing he's got uh the raps. It's like a bi-monthly or bi-weekly event, I think, or it's at least once a month. I was gonna say, I thought I remember you years ago doing something live. Yep, a, a, yep. Anytime, rappers. anytime I got an opportunity, um, I've done I've done the subway cipher in Boston back in the day when that was going. That's what it was. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, we have a thing now around here. Um, Hustle Killer is another group that I I fuck with and work with on booking shows. And they do a monthly cipher at their um, shop, um, Hustle Killer Malden. So every month they do like a, a live cipher, and I'll pitch in beats, um, you know, when needed. But yeah, it's, I'm I'm always you know down to, um, you know, play beats at anything anything live really. Cool, cool. Well, what's uh, what's, what's something that's happened when you've been doing like when you when you go live? Like, is there anything that yeah. ever happens that like you didn't expect, either good or bad? Um. Well, the good, I guess, is like when you just have random artists come up and you know, I I, I want them to to just rap and and freestyle or whatever. Um. Sometimes no one does because like they don't they don't want to or like they're shy and then it's just kind of that awkward time when i'm just playing beats for like a half hour or something and you know like i never know when to switch to the next beat or whatever i'm just kind of standing there by myself like like i mean i know pro some producers like they they make a they make a thing out of it they you know they sounds more like like a nightclub type thing with all the you know edm and uh, yeah. certain sounds i'm just up there like playing like beats that you're supposed to rap to so like it's, i don't know <laughs> and just waiting waiting for somebody yeah. to jump up that, i that's... feel like uh i feel like like a dj at like a like a middle school dance or something and no one wants to dance i'm like really <laughs> i would start shaming people like you you look like you can just, just say something bro and you throw a mic yeah. out there <laughs> that's a good idea <laughs> oh Oh man, that's great. What uh, about the Drizz? You, I don't know if you remember that guy, the Drizz. He's <laughs> yo, I don't know if I meant J Plus. That, that was a long time I ago. Think you did. You though. might have. You I... yo, what's up, J Plus? Plus. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the last time, so like after we discussed that, I'd be on it. I went and checked on on YouTube. 
like when I did it, I couldn't believe that it was like five, six years ago. And the quality of the videos back then compared to like your newer shit. I was like, damn. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. We were talking about that too. I didn't know. Um, I thought it was maybe three years. Slim said five earlier today. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I don't think it was that long. But yeah, wow. We, we're we old. We're old, Jay. I, I notice that every now and then. I don't I don't think I've ever talked to Rob about that. But every now and then I'll see a clip from like years ago. And I'm just like, oh, wow. The camera I was using, the lighting, everything, the sound. Like compared to what we became now, like it's, it's a big upgrade. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, the funny thing is, like, the setup has, like, the same look. It's just the quality is night and day. So wow. Yeah. That's cool to hear. That's super cool. Oh, yeah. man. So somebody has to go back and what's that when uh, when you redo them? Uh, remaster. You got to remaster. <laughs> yeah, remaster. <laughs> HD remaster. I'm just going to add, like, Real special Star effects. Wars. There's just going to be flames in the background of every clip. <laughs> Some George oh, Lucas shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, god damn, that's cool. That is cool <laughs> to hear, though. Yeah, man, we uh, it, it hurts to to be ending because we're yeah. good at what we do. It's fun, but it's so How many much years work. Has it been that you started? Dude, is this eighth? our eighth? Is it or, this is our eighth well, or seventh? Yeah. So it's it's hard to. We started in twenty fourteen. So is this fourteen? Mm. Okay. 20, yeah, this would be yeah. our eighth. Yeah, January twenty fourteenth was our first. Well, so we uh, had a show before we did the Robin Slim show. We did the RBJ show, which it was me, Robin, um, my cousin Brandon, and we did that for like a year. Then I kicked my cousin off the show, <laughs> and uh, and we changed. Well, not only did we kick him, but we also changed the format completely. Yeah. What we did that first year Thank was you, kind Andrew. of. Yeah, that, that first year, like, I don't think you can find it anywhere, but that first year was very different than what we do now. It was a different there format. Maybe one or different... two up somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it was. And we would record for like two hours and get like 45 minutes, maybe, out of uh, what we recorded. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so eight years from when Rob and I first turned on a microphone, uh, seven years of doing this particular show. Nice. Cool, cool. Yeah. That's cool because that's around the same timeline. So, my. Um, my website, Music Plus, um, actually, I launched it on March um, 18th. So in a couple of weeks, it'll actually be eight years since I launched that site. Have you ever had along the years, too? Because I've had friends who had uh, their own sites. Have you ever like dealt with it being hacked or anything like that? Uh, not hacked, but like in the very beginning stages, um, you know, I kind of wanted to have like, I was, I was, you know, feeling like a Mark Zuckerberg back then, and I wanted my own social media platform. So in the beginning, there actually was um, like musicplus.com slash social, and you could actually sign up, create an account. There was a news feed um, and all that. There was like you know some cool features, um, but I had a crazy amount of spam and bots and all that shit that would sign up, and I did everything in my power to you know all these spam filters and like anti like whatevers and you know everything to keep them from signing up and, and spamming. And it, there was, it was like a losing battle. So still I got shut it down. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, maybe you still could though pull it off. Maybe like J plus book. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that too. I, I, you, you, um, you posted not too long ago on Facebook that you're not going to be using it anymore. That's kind of like a dead platform. It is To me, it is a dead platform. And honestly, the last couple of years, I've used it less and less. Um, I, I don't even have the app on my phone. Yeah. I check it when I'm on the computer here and there. Um, but yeah, like 
so one thing I've been doing for the last like X amount of years was like um, I would I would kind of like not use Facebook for the first month of the year. It was kind of like a resolution, like stay off Facebook and just work on beats, like just pump out beats. And like every year that I've done that, like I'm like, wow, I get so much more done. So every year I've kind of been like, you know what, I'm just going to you know stay off Facebook. It's kind of a, you know, a, just a waste of time. Yeah. And now I'm just kind of like, you know what? I'll very rarely check it. I feel like I don't see, like, a lot of people's stuff in my stream. Like, I have to actually go to, to, like, if I wanted to see something Mm -hmm. you'd been posting, I would have to go to your Facebook. Like, they, I don't, you don't see stuff regularly, I feel, or, like, enough. It's it's different, for sure. Like, you know, it's, now everything's kind of ad-based. You know, you got to create an ad, you know, to really get attention. Uh, Yeah. They're pushing people out. So, I think Instagram is you know currently at least the best platform for for artists um and you know i kind of verified that by when i go to a lot of local shows which i do all the time um you know people are always saying like check me out here's my instagram i think that's the first thing they say they never say like check my facebook or anything it's always instagram so i think instagram's the way to go for artists. I just noticed even today you posted that you're coming on and it got a lot of likes, a lot of shares and all that. Yeah, like I I don't see that on Facebook. And yeah, no, I've noticed Facebook's kind of been like waning over over the years and I feel the same about Twitter. I kind of don't even, Mm -hmm. I used to love it. I used to go on all the time. But now... Yeah, I can't read so I stay off Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's the thing, like Twitter and, and Facebook... They're both like they're both text based. They're both like, hey, I want to rant. I want to talk about politics. I want to talk about COVID and the war and yeah. whatever is you know big. And it's just annoying. But Instagram, it's all pictures and videos and cool stuff. You know? Yeah. TikTok's pretty cool too. I don't know if you've gotten into that, but that seems like that's it's a whole different game itself, though. Like you got to do is. some weird different shit. I'm, I'm staying away from TikTok. Yeah, Insta definitely is was one of the more fun ones. It, it's funny, it's because you can't take pictures of just like COVID. Like you're just like my my whole Instagram is like pictures of sick people and politics. Like what would that even be? Oh, no. <laughs> you gotta yeah, you gotta make it like the yeah. the other yeah. like just somebody throwing up on the that. side of the street. Hashtag COVID or drunk. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Crunk. C- crunk. Oh, Crunkavirus. <laughs> That's what he... <laughs> yeah, t- t- TikTok is, is for the kids. I am yeah. too old to be on TikTok. Yeah, yeah you got to do that. You got to Yeah, you got to do some you know. like flips on chairs and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> flips I on don't chairs. know. Like, yeah, there's some like, <laughs> really stupid good. challenges. It's, it's not just like the yeah. Tide Pods. You can't just Tide yeah. Pod it. You gotta and do... it's just like a new challenge every couple of months or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to be ready for the TikTok challenges and shit. Like, whatever they're doing out there, you got to be ready to do it. Oh, man. And then, and then me as a retail manager, uh, <laughs> reveal here, I have to deal with your TikTok challenges and get you out of my store. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say you were going to like do your own like, no. retail no. manager challenges. <laughs> as a retail manager, you probably have a, yeah, a ton of young kids on, that, that probably already on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, workers and shoppers. Yeah, yeah, they're all over. <laughs> I had, I have one. I just get so tired of it, and a lot of times I don't even want to fucking bother with it. But like, I saw a group. They were going around taking pictures of everything they were doing, and they were jumping into. We had one of those big like pillow displays, and they're like 
and mm. the girl is like buried in pillows and her friends taking pictures of her i guess tiktoking it and i just walked up to them and i was like i don't know what you guys are doing nor do i care just clean up after yourselves so they were like yeah we will and i'm like that's it i'm just so paranoid every time these dummies have their phones at them like are they recording me for some dumb shit like should i beat them up should i punch them should i break their phone we're all over the internet i don't know it doesn't matter to me are you using a shrek filter do i look even human like what are you doing to me oh my <laughs> give me a phone <laughs> oh yeah, yeah oh. you never know these days you know if anybody's filming you you're, you're probably going viral somewhere <laughs> oh man i always say there's a, a clip of uh, me doing the robin slim show uh and naked practically the dance off pants off oh, so like there's i nothing send that to people i yeah. send that to everyone they're like <laughs> Why did you? Oh my god! Yeah. Why did, why did you so block? there's nothing anybody can record me doing in public that isn't already yeah. on the internet. <laughs> uh, good. Good times. Good times, man. <laughs> oh, Jay, what what's yeah, next man. for Jay Plus? J minus. Next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? That, I was actually thinking about like creating like a. Like an evil character, like J minus, like the evil cool. one. That'd be <laughs> cool. Like, like with a goatee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then you make your neutral character. That's a uh, J division. J oh, divided. J division. <laughs> like J one division, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you if you ever see me uh, Photoshop myself and say I have a long lost twin and he just happens to go by J minus, you know. J squared. <laughs> But um, uh, no, I got I got things planned. I mean, more obviously beats beats will always be there, whether I'm working on like a hundred a week or you know one a week, it doesn't matter. But I'm always gonna be making beats. Um, uh, I I do I do work with local artists on putting together live shows and ciphers around the area. Um, I work with um, brands like um, Hustle Killer, um, All Star Fresh, QNC Entertainment, KNG Entertainment. Um, and, and, and you know so on and so on and we we put on uh local shows we collectively are called artists for artist society and we put on uh local shows around in all different venues so that's like one big thing that's going to be you know once it gets warmer spring and summer that's going to be something that's like you know 10 10 plus shows every single month something like that I don't know if it'd be like uh, something you'd be able to throw together quick enough, but maybe like I don't know, a uh, uh, fundraiser for like Ukraine or something. I thought that that just think yeah, real quick, like that I mean, might be cool. That's smart. I mean, I can I can definitely pitch it to them and you know see what they want to say. It's um, a good cause. We, they did like a like a toy drive type thing for Christmas and, and shit like that. That's so. cool. That's cool. Yeah, my dad's. Mm -hmm. uh, I I think he's um, retired from it now, but my dad was in a motorcycle club for so many years. It was Vietnam veterans mm -hmm. and all, and they did like you said, like toy drives every Christmas. They did some really cool stuff like that. So, yeah, it's it's, it's always a good idea to give back. I mean, you know, yeah. we're not we're not trying to make money off it because it's, you know, we just we just want to have local artists get like a chance to uh perform uh, get your um, name out there yeah yeah like it yeah. is it's great to make some a few bucks but yeah no that would be a right. cool thing too though yeah and and yeah some exposure and, and all that mm -hmm. oh yeah another thing um i'm thinking about doing probably summer maybe fall depending on my schedule uh was my peak year interest is i want to i want to do my own podcast um cool. it's it's something i've been wanting to do and it seems like that's what you know everybody's doing kind of thing and 
you know, I, I you know, I just I just want to try it out and see where it goes. Definitely, definitely give it a shot. I was going to ask you too mm. with the talk about performing live and all that kind of stuff during the COVID, mm. during the lockdown and all. Did that really put mm -hmm. a a damper on that? Oh yeah, yeah, like live shit, yeah. Um so like the first year was just like like I didn't even go out because you know, COVID was just crazy. I didn't, you know, no one wanted to be anywhere and, and Massachusetts is is a real strict state with with everything so like I yeah mean, we're still we're still you know like mask up like pretty much everywhere yeah so, um so yeah there was no there was really no no shows like it was crazy like um probably last summer was like when i first like so we're talking like summer 2021 a year and a half almost like after COVID started was probably when i went back into the scene and i'm seeing people i haven't seen in years or at least like, you know a year and a half um and it was, you know, it was cool to reconnect, but yeah, it was for so a good year and a half. I mean, I didn't go anywhere. Yeah, I didn't know if you'd been able to get things going through like Zoom. Some people were doing, but yeah, no, that 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 definitely definitely uh, fucks shit up, man. Yeah, it, I mean, I just kind of binge watched every single series on every single streaming platform. Nice, for a year and a half. Cobra Kai, bro. No, no, I didn't see that. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Do the Cobra Kai. It's so good. It's Cobra Kai. Mostly. Hmm? Oh. What were you saying? Mo I was gonna say mo mostly stuff that's like, I mean, I don't even know if that's like a nonfiction. I don't know if it's fiction. I don't really fuck with the fiction stuff and like the out there shit. But if it's if it's kind of like based on something that could happen, I'd, I'll, I'll check it out. Gemstones, right? She's gemstones. Yeah, that That's happen. what I just got slim into. <laughs> yeah. It's uh it's a TV evangelist and they they're just oh. they're just a bunch of bunch of scumbags. It's really good. Really good. Lovable <laughs> scumbags. scumbags. I, like I like it. I like it already. Oh, Do man. you know uh Danny McBride? Danny McBride. John Goodman's in it. It's got a it's got a killer cast, dude. Jay, yeah. we have to wrap it up, but it's it's been great, dude. Yeah, What's no, your phone awesome. Phone? Yeah, we gotta keep oh, in touch either way. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you guys are quitting, you know. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, you gotta disappear. No, no, definitely <laughs> not. Uh, and your website, if we could plug it real quick, Jay, it's J, it's cool. uh, musicplus.com, right? Musicplus.com. That's with two S's. Two S's. And of course, my Instagram is jplusmusic. That's all the that's all the only place you need to find me. All right, dude. We'll definitely when this goes up and all, I'll send you all the links to the to the interview. Please do. I appreciate it. I appreciate oh, yeah. it. Yeah, I appreciate Have you, bro. Day. All right, take care, guys. You too, man. See ya. I thought you cracked your phone or something. No, like, I don't oh even know God, what I'm doing. I've it. been drinking a lot, and I'm just like <laughs> playing with the string on the phone. Like your phone has a string. Is yeah. a tampon in it? Yeah, see. What the fuck did it know? I don't know. It's the it's the the, <laughs> the fucking retarded. I, this is like that. a twenty dollar like. You got like a case. lanyard on there. <laughs> yeah. It looks all scratched. In there. <laughs> I think shit. your cat did. I don't know. This shit is waterproof. That's all I know. It. Let's fill up the tub. All right, let's do it for <laughs> when somebody comes back and they're in the tub. We'll be on a break and then we'll be back. Perfect timing, Robin Slim. We are on with Dan Valero Fletcher. How are you doing, my friend? Hey, doing good. Great to talk with you guys. Good, great to great to have you on, man. From you're the host of the Luchador podcast, which is an audio drama. That is correct. How uh, for everyone out there, uh, it is um, masked wrestlers. If, if I, I hopefully I get this right, fighting gangsters and vampires in Mexico City. <laughs> yes, got got to have both. Can't just have one. I was gonna say, yeah, like I maybe gangsters. I can see. How did the vampires get involved? 
of a vampires get involved well that's uh this is part. no no it's uh yeah so like set in mexico and uh, one of the things is we want to draw on a lot of uh ancient Aztec lore and mythology. So there's this really cool um, Aztec vampires called the Siwatateo uh, that we put on. So like, there, uh, if for, for wrestling fans who are listening to this, if you ever watched uh, the show Lucha Underground, which aired a couple of years ago, that, that's a big influence on me and this project. Cool. I was going to ask you what was the ma- one, one of the major influences of the project. Mm. That's cool. So, yeah. so I, I assume the vampires and the other are normally the bad guys. But what about the wrestlers? Because you have like heels. That's right? I, I do like that you asked that. Because yes, there are good mm-hmm. and bad wrestlers. Exactly. Yeah, 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 and yeah. And we lean into that in uh, lucha in Mexico. They're called uh, heels are rudos and faces are technicos. And so the the good guys, the faces, you know, like they're the heroes. They're they're almost like superheroes, like Batman or Superman going yeah. around saving the world. And your heels, they're they're you know they're they're kind of sneaky and underhanded, but they're not quite evil. So they you know they're they're out there to win and will cheat to win, but you know they're not going around murdering people like like vampires would. So they come together almost to to yeah, fight yeah, the yeah. bad guys. So we, we got a. Yeah, we do like a little bit of a, of a Batman Robin thing where our, our hero El Fuego Fuerte takes a young uh, Rudo, a young a young bad guy wrestler named El Hijo del Lobo Sangre uh, under his wing, um, they, and they they joined forces to fight the. You know, there's good wrestlers, bad wrestlers, and then evil vampires. So good and bad come together to fight the evil. And Elf, I love that you brought up El Fuego Fuerte. How how did he come about? Who is El Fuego? Yeah, um, yeah. So like you talk talk about major influences. I, I one of the other big ones was these films made in Mexico in the nineteen sixties and seventies that starred guys like El Santo, Lou Demon, Mil Mascaras, and like they were they were these very larger than life figures who were, who were very very pure, very. Um, very big deals culturally. And El, El Fuego Fuerte in the show is kind of like the, the evolution of that. And then we definitely kind of humanize it a little bit more because like, you know, the idea of trying to live up to that expectation of always being like the perfect dude um, yeah. can really wear someone down. And so we're, we're, we're but we're playing with, with those archetypes a little bit. So I, I got to ask a question. I've had quite a few uh, beers. They're seven point something. So I'm a little drunk here right now. So I apologize all good, all good. if this question comes off as offensive or not. But you sound like a wrestler. Are you a wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, I don't think that's offensive. <laughs> no, he has a wrestler voice. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I guess I've been spending too much time in that world. <laughs> <laughs> Or you could, you could be a wrestler. I feel like with, I could. Another <laughs> one. If I if I was gift, gifted with just a an ounce of athletic talent, maybe I could pull it off. That's what the uh, managers do. You could do that. You could be like, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's cool. Uh, but I do. I love the show, Dan. I, I I've listened to a few episodes. I I love the production of it. The storytelling. The voice acting, all the sounds, it's a super cool show, super cool concept. Um, how long does it take to, to um, put an episode together? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, thank you so much. Um, yeah, like, it, it took a while. Like, you know, obviously, you know, there was that whole global pandemic that kind of happened. Uh, we started uh, recording before all that. 
And, um, you know, like we had, we had uh, an international team of folks working on this. Our, um, one of our actors lives in Texas. One of our, uh, our sound designer lives in London. And then he moved to Germany halfway through this whole thing. Wow. So, like, there was, there was a lot of moving pieces to keep together, and, like, as the whole world was falling apart, it got <laughs> yeah. a little hairy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it could be, like, something that could have totally, totally ended it. Yeah, but, but like, but, but, but you know, there, there were some advantages that, like, the extra time we were able to, um, so, like, we got, we got a bunch of, like, real, like, real, real wrestlers um, to come in and do some guest voices on the show. And some of those we were only able to get because, you know, it took us so long to make the thing that these folks finally became available and we were able to, to be able to record them. That's what I was going to say, so, too. Yeah. Like, partially, it could have been a blessing. You could have gotten somebody you wouldn't have been able to get if it weren't for this stupid pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like the, the very last person we, we got on the, on the show is uh, this wrestler named Dan Housen. Um, who, who's having this really huge moment right now. He just got, um, I, I, I just finished watching him on the, uh, the weekly uh, AEW wrestling show on, on TV. And like, yeah, he was, he was the very last one we were able to get. And it, it, it turned out fantastic. He does, he does a really good job. He plays one of, one of the gangsters, not one of the wrestlers or vampires. Oh, wow. That's cool, Even though too. He's kind of like a, yeah. Even though his gimmick in wrestling is he's kind of like a, like a spooky wrestler. So he could have been either, but he turned out to be a gangster. <laughs> nice. Why not? Yeah. Who's controlling the, the vampires? Has that been uh, exposed yet? Cause I've only listened to a few episodes. Like is, oh, there, okay. is there a main uh, uh, Aztec God or something? Yeah. Yeah. They, they serve, they serve the Aztec God of death who is and, and apologize if I, if I butcher the name, uh, Miklan the, yeah, the that sounds about that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drunk yeah. Slim said that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah in Aztec mythology, there, there are, there are nine kind of spooky evil or God. They're called the Lords of night. Wow. And, uh, Miklan is one of them. So as as we as we move forward with the show, because we're we're deep in pre production on season two, nice. um, those those lords at night are going to kind of come back in different different ways to kind of tie the whole thing together and kind of like an Avengers Thanos kind of kind of way. I love it. I was going to say too, just yeah. just the 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 whole um, Luchador thing. Their masks didn't their masks uh, represent either animals or gods. There's all sorts of things. Yeah, there, there, there are real wrestlers out there. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's like Tiger Mask is one of the one of the most famous ones. But like they, they come from all over. Like there's, yeah, there's there's monsters, there's demons, there's saints, there's animals, there's um, you know kind of more abstract ones. Like it's uh, it it runs the gamut. Like yeah, any and I like I I've i definitely believe like any story you want to tell, you can tell it through wrestling. Yes, yes. Hey, I, I, the luchador thing is just its a cool thing all on its own. Just a, a super cool thing. I was going to say, too, if you don't mind, I'll, I was going to play the um, trailer for the, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right, dude. This is So, yeah, this is the trailer of the luchador. In Mexico City, masked wrestlers, known as luchadores, will set aside the rivalries of the ring to keep their city safe from the dangers of this world and beyond. Let's get a good look at that neck of yours. 
of all the luchadores, none were as brave or as strong as El Fuego Fuerte. Well, would you mind taking the mask off while we talk? You cut somewhat of a dynamic figure, Señor Fuerte. This mask is who I am. It is my soul and my heart. But if you want the truth, wrestle it from me. So be it. I intend to find and stop those Mujeres Vampiras before they strike again. These are the thousand fights of El Fuego Fuerte, the luchador. Find the luchador on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I love it. He that just sounds amazing. so yeah. stoic. I love the thousand fights. Mm. Like that's that's amazing. That's like such a, a legend right there. And I just want to ask too, Dan, who does the narration? Uh, yeah, our yeah our narrator is this fantastic dude, um, Alexander Batute. Um, yeah, he 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 like does the heavy lifting. Um, he. He's really, he's really good. We did so many sessions with him, kind of recording, because like he he has the most lines out of the whole thing by far. And yeah, it's just a, just a really fantastic guy. His uh, voice is amazing, just just on its own. Like it's almost like the movie guy, you know, that does the the trailers mm-hmm. to the movies, like coming this fall to whatever. Yeah, like he just has mm-hmm. that man. How did you connect with him? Um, yeah, just, just found him through, through casting stuff on, on LA. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm from Southern California originally and, uh, yeah, there, there, there are a bunch of amazing actors out there who are willing to, to take a chance on a, on a weird project. And uh, so it's cool. just about, <laughs> just about <laughs> convincing him that it's not, um, going to be too weird. Well, I, 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 speaking of weird projects, I met, I realized last night that I remember years ago we connected through your other, uh, uh, series called the Pantheon, which I loved. It was oh. Greek gods running uh, uh, like a social media company. It was just oh. the coolest thing. Like I, I, I just realized like that I had first known you from there. Oh, far out. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah, you might be one of the first ones to yeah to put that together. We got yeah, no, yeah, no, and uh, actually a couple of the uh, the actors from the Pantheon came back to do uh, voices in the Luchador. That's cool, cause dude, that was so cool. It was like yeah, Office slash Greek God slash whoever. I just the actors were great. Whoever played Zeus and uh, uh, her, who's the one in the Underworld. Uh, Hades? Hades, yes. Hades, yeah. Just that she was a woman, but everyone thought she was a guy because no one ever saw her. Like, it was just such a great... <laughs> Hades just, like, sounds like a male name in the show. Like, no, 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 Hades is female. <laughs> Dude, I like... I, I totally enjoyed that series. Yeah, just like last night, I was like, oh my god, oh my god. That was so cool. That's cool. I, th- whatever happened with that, Dan, like, did you shop it around? Like, I feel like that could have totally did something. On like Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it. Uh, you, you never know. You never know. I still, I still own the rights to it. it it's really fun. Yeah, I don't know. crazy story with that. Uh, you know, uh, we got we got the money to do that. We the first episodes we got for through Kickstarter, and then for the rest of the season, um, <laughs> it was it was a guy who was trying to put together a, a YouTube competitor, or it was going to be like YouTube on the blockchain. And I feel like this guy was just like. Two years too early, or one year too early. I feel nowadays it could have been it could have been huge, but it all <laughs> fell apart. So we, but he, he let us put the put the rest put the episodes up on the real YouTube. So oh. so we had that at least. Okay. But. 
Yeah, no, it was cool. Like I remember it from back in the day. And this last night I rewatched, I rewatched the first uh, episode, like the pilot episode. I was like, this is cool. This is super cool. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's uh, when is the next episode of the Luchador going to be released? Um, yeah, so we're we're working on it right now. It's gonna be a minute. Like they like. You know, our, our process is a little slower. Like, you know, we write out all the all the scripts beforehand and got to record and everything. So, like, I'd, I'd, I'd ask folks to be patient. It'll definitely be out before before the end of the year. If, if, if we've hit 2023 and more episodes have not come out, uh, that'd be a bummer. But, yeah, we're, we're going to do a full – so the first season was five episodes. Season two is going to be eight episodes. So we're, we're expanding the scope. Cool. Uh, but it, it, it's going to be really great. And when and then, you do uh, – We do have a pa- – I'm sorry, Dan. Oh, go you go. You go. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, we do have a, a Patreon if folks want to support us. That's uh, like uh, you know you can find everything on theluchadorpod.com. And um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be putting out some special stuff on there if you want to stay up to date on on what we're working out. And we have we have some fun ideas for some special content just for Patreon folks if they wanna if they wanna get their wet their whistle in terms of uh, luchador stuff. Cool. When you do a season, do you write the entire season uh, beforehand and then go through all the recording and all that? Like, I, I feel like that would be something that you'd want to do, at least have the whole season scripted. Yeah. Yes. No, ab- absolutely. Like, we're, we're, de- we're, we're de- telling, like, big, like, whole complete stories. So, like, season one, five episodes tells one complete arc. And uh, season two is going to be the exact same way. So we, we we know where we're starting, we know where we're ending, and we want to make sure we're tracking the characters perfectly along the way. Yeah, it just seems like and, so uh, much, so much involved. But once it finally comes together, it's just got to be the greatest thing. Yeah, that's great. I mean, like, all, all the folks I worked with on this are, are fantastic. Like, um, yeah, my producing partner, uh, Brandon Kendall, does great stuff. He's actually helped me write season two. Um, yeah, we got our um, sound engineer, Mike Mason does awesome stuff. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's, uh, it, it is a team effort for sure. And these folks are like, just kind of going out of their way to put this thing together. And it's, it's really proud with how it turned out. Cool. Cool. And, uh, can you give us any, any, uh, sp- not spoilers, but can you give us anything from season two? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll say so. Season one, we have we have the Azte- Aztec vampires. That story will be wrapped up by the end of season one for for folks who listen to it. Um, so, but season two, uh, we're going to be dealing with a new creature, it, another another uh, you know quote unquote real creature from uh, Mexican South American folklore. So, if people know the term cryptid. You know, like not 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 the chupacabra. That's what um, I was gonna say. I'm I'm a basic <laughs> I'm a basic bitch if you know what I mean because yeah. that's all that came to my mind. <laughs> I was like chupacabra, yeah, but, but like the uh, <laughs> it, it, it's definitely a type of monster that that people are familiar with, but it's got a, a really a really cool uh, Mexican South American flair to it. Cool. Um, really cool. Yeah, and, and and they'll be leaving Mexico City, so it'll be a whole new. A whole new environment brand as well. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. Just here, cool. Yeah. Who are some of your favorite uh, uh, luchadors, uh, wrestlers from the past? 
Yeah, um, I, I mean, there's a bunch of guys going right now that are that are really great. I love um, the Lucha Brothers who are on AEW, uh, Pentagon, uh, you know, the Phoenix. Those guys are really great. You know, I I grew up, you know, watching wrestling in the, in the Attitude Era with you know Stone Cold, Steve Austin, and The Rock, and all that. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> uh, Rey Mysterio was you know the first Luchador I was I was introduced to. That guy's still going, still going, which is nuts. With his son, his yeah. son, it's kind of cool. Like I do, I do enjoy that when they come on. I don't. What is, what is his son? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh... Uh, Dominic. Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yep. Ray and yeah. Dominic. I wanted, to, I wanted to do a thing where he earns he earns a match. He, so his son isn't wrestling in a match. No. Oh wow. I feel like they're gonna. Yeah, they got to build up to a thing where he where he earns the the family yeah. match. Yes. Yes. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, Ray Mysterio inherited the mask from his father. So it's like you got to pass it down to the third generation. That's so cool. I wonder what generation is like. This thing smells. I need a new mask. <laughs> <laughs> How many generations? But no, that's so cool. That's I, super cool. I grew up in the era where the big thing was it was WCW and WWF, and I was always a WCW fan. Yeah, Goldberg and Sting. Oh, those yeah. were my things. But they they had great luchadors there as well. Like Rey Mysterio wrestled for them. Psychosis, right, yep. super crazy. Um, Hooventude Guerrera, like they're yes. Oh, I was gonna say I thought they had definitely some you know, on that camp, which I did not watch at WCW because I was all about uh, the Rock, um, just <laughs> yeah. all about Rock. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> well Eddie Guerrero, I, he was awesome, but he never wore yeah, a mask, yeah. right? He he never was not, a, not that I know or a high maybe flyer. maybe early in his career. Yeah. But not not when I was watching him, but yeah. mm. But he maybe like was he a guy that maybe came out with a mask and then would like rip it off or something no, like that? No, no. And then whenever I saw him, he never had it, but he also died in the ring. That was like super sad. I had never seen that mm-hmm. clip till my son William sent me it because I had stopped you know you get to the point where you just don't watch anymore and that's yeah. what I was at and he had died after that, which I was not I was sad about when I heard, but I had never actually seen that. He actually died in the ring. Like it was it was <laughs> not cool. Not cool. But well, Yeah. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> I guess I guess it could yeah, have been worse. Yeah, like you, you're gonna go, you wanna go doing what you love. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's why yeah. I'm ending the show. I don't wanna like end up just Killing over during because uh, Dan, th- this is our last season. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. get to a season where like mm. you just see me blow, like. Yeah, so we decided we were just gonna stab each other on the last yeah. season. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Okay. that would be the end of <laughs> the Robinson Show and our lives. Uh, yeah, gotta gotta make an impact. Yeah, died gotta, on oh. the mic. End on a high note. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh man Dan thank you so much for talking to us dude it's been a blast awesome yeah thank you so much for having me it was, yeah it was great definitely where can everybody find you and your show yeah 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 we are uh, yeah we're on all the social medias at uh, the luchador pod pod um, yeah uh, the luchador pod.com is our website you can find all the all the episodes there you can also find us on spotify apple apple podcasts uh, you know where, wherever you listen to your podcast we're going to be there just search for the luchador 
um, will probably pop up. If not, no luchador, 1,000 fights of El Fuego Fuerte. Nice. Nice. Thank you, dude. It's, it's, it's been a, a great time talking to you, man, and I can't wait to hear a new episode. Awesome. Thank you. All right. You guys have a great night. You too, you too. man. All right. We'll be back. We'll be back. Some, uh, next week. Some week. Yeah, yeah next week. Next, next week. week, three weeks this month. March has oh, three. Oh, is it really? Mar- yeah. March has three weeks. March All Madness. Right. Woo. Three shows in March. Mm. That's Yeah, but the third song is the third song. The third show is just gonna be me doing rap songs. So, they were bio Four hours straight. Something or uh, whatever. <laughs> Am I a joke to you? Yes, you are a fucking joke. You fucking suck. You've always sucked. You, you, you know why we haven't fought in years? Because you're an embarrassment to me, and I don't need you anymore. I don't need anybody. All I do is eat ass and 69 Nintendos, bro, every day. Or maybe you hate me because I am the only man to see how far you have fallen. I used to fear you, respect you. Now all that's left is pity for a sad, drunk shell of a man, too afraid to see how alone he truly is. 